Hey there, mama. Are you feeling stressed, unorganized, and unmotivated? You're just longing for more me time and less burnout? If you're feeling overwhelmed because you've still got to do it all and find that time is not on your side, then mama, you're in the right place. Here at High Five Motherhood, we ditch the overwhelm, the hot mess mom culture, and we choose to find more joy in family life and motherhood. Imagine a clean, organized home, enjoying time for yourself and living a productive life all at the same time. Mama, you were not born to just survive. You were born to thrive. Welcome to the High Five Motherhood podcast. This is your host, Kim Montgomery, and I am so happy you are here. Let's dive into today's episode. Okay, mama, did a tornado hit your house? (laughs) Do you ever feel like your house just exploded with clutter and mess and all the things? All dishes are piling up. Mount laundry is so massive, you can't even climb to reach that summit. (laughs) It's just too much going on, right? So today's episode, we're going to go into five basic tips to do a whole home reset in just one day. Yes, just one day. So you can enjoy a more clean home and not have to deal with so much clutter consistently. Okay. It doesn't mean that we're deep cleaning every corner and every inch and nook and cranny of that house, but it does mean that we're going to reset the space enough to help you to feel like you can have mental clarity and a little more peace in your home. So if you're ready to have more peace and less crazy, a little more calm and a little more coziness, let's dive into today's episode. Tip number one, start with the cozy spaces. Okay. The cozy spaces are things that generally have like a bed or a couch or something cozy in them. Right? So think of your bedroom, your family room, maybe a playroom, right? Places with couches and pillows and blankets and things like that. Okay. So your cozy spaces, you are going to start just right when you first wake up, you are getting, get out of your bed and you're going to switch out the bedding. Let's just start a fresh start right from the get go. Let's take all the bedding off and put on new bedding. Okay. And once you gather all of the dirty bedding up, you're going to get it ready to go down to the wash, but not yet. So just set that aside next to the door because we're not going to zigzag around the house, right? We want to start in one space and then go in kind of this nice little assembly line throughout the house to try to get all the spaces without having to go from here to there, back to here, back to there. Like we're just going in a straight line. Okay. So in your room, you are switching out the bedding and making your bed. You are opening up the blinds, you're straightening out pillows and blankets and picking up things off the floor, right? Like getting everything just kind of tidied up and looking nice. Then you're going to move on to whatever next cozy space that is. So maybe it's a family room or a playroom or loft or living room, whatever it is that you have that's kind of your next cozy space. For us, it happens to be kind of our our loft slash playroom area. And so we would just straighten out the pillows, pick up the toys, put them in the different bins they go in, you know, put the dress ups away and the little books and different things going in the shelf, all that kind of stuff, just kind of straightening things out, getting things from underneath the couch, right? Putting all the toys away where they go and then moving on to the next thing. Okay. So we're just focusing on switching out the bedding, straightening things, picking up clutter and opening the blinds. It's pretty basic. Okay. So let's get into tip number two. Now, remember that load of laundry that you had, those sheets and bedding that you had that you took off your bed, you're going to do that. And every single person in the house is going to do that with their own bed. If they're big enough, which, you know, not like a little toddler, right? But someone that is probably like an elementary school or older, they're capable of doing their own bed. They might need a little bit help if they're a little bit younger, but for the most part, they can do it on their own. So have every single person in the house get them going on their beds, right? Everyone takes off their sheets and puts new sheets on. And then we take that, all those sheets, and we put them in a load in the wash starting off. So start a load of laundry, 
is tip number two. Okay, set a, a timer to remind you or a reminder like on a smart speaker or something like that to remind you to switch your loads out every 30 minutes to an hour, depending on how long it takes your load of wash to go. That way you are not just doing your sheets, but you're also doing your reds, your delicates, your jeans, your you know, towels, like whatever it is that you need to do, get all those things going in the wash. So as soon as the load is done, it's moved to the dryer. As soon as the dryer timer goes off, you're folding it and putting it away and moving on to the next thing, right? So set the timer to remind you to switch those loads out. Like I said, doing your load start to finish. So folding them or hanging them up and putting them away as soon as that load is done, just that one load not the next 20 loads and having them pile up and get really overwhelmed and then have the next two weeks having clean laundry in baskets ready to go, but you'd haven't actually finished the load, right? <laughs> Just finish it right then and there. If you can't finish it, don't start it, at least for a home reset, because it the whole point is to get as much ahead of the game as we can. We're trying to batch all of our home tasks together, okay? So you set your timer, you switch out your loads, you fold and put away the loads, right? Now, things like clothes, if you have a load of clothes that you're doing, as soon as they come out, you are going to lay them out in piles of who they belong to. Um, so say you have like toddler outfits and baby outfits and whatever, right? You're going to take that load that is just that one person's load and you're going to lay them out in outfits. And then you're going to fold them up, like fold the shirts in half long ways, fold the shorts or pants in half long ways, make an outfit, and then roll them cinnamon roll, cinnamon roll style together as an outfit and then put that in the drawer. It's super easy. It's way easier than folding them up. The kids can even do it on their own to help like lighten your burden of doing all of this laundry. And then they put them in their drawer so they know when they want to get an outfit out, they just pull out that rolled up item. It's super simple and easy, okay? So that's what we do with our laundry. Let's get into tip number three. Tip number three is you are going to start a load of dishes now, okay? Because you've already done the laundry. Now we're moving on to the next thing that we're starting a load on, which is dishes. So you're gonna set the timer again. And if you have a dishwasher that is totally clean and ready to unload you're going to unload that dishwasher see if you can do it in five minutes or 10 minutes or less right however long it takes you to unload your dishwasher or what you think right and and start there that's the movement creates motivation right so that's the movement we got to start by unloading the dishwasher then we're going to want to we feel a little bit more inspired a little bit more motivated and then we start loading the dishwasher right so you set that timer you unload the dishwasher set the next timer to wash some dishes to load that dishwasher and see how long it takes you to load the dishwasher and when you're beating a timer you kind of tend to go faster because you want to make it in a certain amount of time right so it kind of motivates you to go a little bit faster by having that timer set now, other things that can help is you can pop your earbuds in or just turn on a speaker or whatever and listen to music that like a fun playlist that you love or a podcast or audiobook, whatever it is that you need to kind of like keep you going and keep you motivated as you're doing this. Okay. So do what you can to keep that motivation, that momentum going. Okay. So you have movement that creates the motivation and motivation creates that momentum to keep that motivation going. Okay. So it all starts with just movement of one toy, one book, one dish, whatever it is, just start with that one thing. And you'll see that as you do that one thing and just stand up to take that action of that one little thing, how much more you are motivated to do the next thing and the next thing. Cause you're already picking up that one toy to put it in the bin. Might as well pick up a second, right? It just helps you to kind of get on the ball and get rolling. Okay. Let's go to tip number four. Tip number four, you are going to now do the wet spaces. So the, the cozy spaces are kind of like your dry spaces in a sense. It's where you have your couches and 
anything that's cozy, right? Pillows, blankets, things like that. Your wet spaces, however, are kind of more of the hard floor, like tile wood type areas, places where you have maybe laundry or bathrooms or kitchen, anywhere where there's like a sink generally or some sort of water or wetness can be there, right? Where things are, spills are easily cleaned up. Let's just put it that way, right? So your wet spaces, okay? You are going to ask for help from the kids and you're gonna have them do things like taking out garbages, clearing out the clutter, like picking things up, right? Wiping down um, like mirrors or counters or wiping down toilets, scrubbing toilets, wiping down stools and sinks, um, counters, table, like any sort of surface, right? And, And so you have some kids maybe wiping down things in the bathroom. Some kids are helping out wiping things in the kitchen. Some kids are taking out garbage, some, right? We're all just kind of moving around. Now, it depends on your family dynamic. Obviously, if you have a little one, they're not going to be doing anything with chemicals, right? But they can take a microfiber cloth with water and you wring it out, make sure it's not like soaking wet and they can wipe down a mirror, right? They can wipe down a sink. Um, maybe they don't do chemicals, but maybe you could put like a little um, vinegar or something on it to kind of make it so it will sanitize, right? So if you are not willing to be in there with them, but you feel like they can do a pretty good job on their own or they're old enough to, then you can have them do something like that where they just take like a, a simple microfiber cloth to just kind of shine things up. But if you're wanting to go, go and actually like clean it pretty well, then maybe do it alongside with them. And you know, you would be the one using the chemicals and not them, right? Or whatever it is that you're wanting to do when it comes to cleaning. So if you're wanting to scrub the toilet, maybe you scrub the toilet while they're taking out the garbage next to you. So you can kind of help them, but you're also right in there with them. So they're not getting into the chemicals or into the toilet or making other messes. So it's not really helpful, right? So you kind of have to decide how that family dynamic works for you, right? But just think of like, we're kind of going in a top down type of action where we are starting with the surfaces and moving down towards the floors. Okay. So you're going to be doing like the mirrors first and then like the sinks and then, you know, maybe the toilet and then the trash can and then the floor, if that makes sense. So you're just kind of going from the top down in order to get everything cleaned. So that makes it super simple and easy of just starting with one little thing at a time, right? You just start with the mirrors. You're just wiping it down with a microfiber cloth and getting the spots off, right? And then you are using like maybe a sanitizing wipe and wiping down the sink and the um, faucet and handles and things like that. And maybe your sanitizing wipe is you're going to get another one for the toilet and then put a little toilet bowl cleaner and then scrub that out. Right. And, um, sweeping the floor and then taking out the garbage and replacing it and then replacing, you know, a new hand towel in there and restocking the toilet paper and things like that. Right. So restocking any sort of toilet paper, Kleenex wipes, whatever it is that you have in your bathroom, soap, like we, we tend to focus on toilet paper, Kleenex, like flushable wipes for those that are potty training, right? <laughs> hand towel, and then the hand soap. That's kind of the things that we like to restock when we're doing a little reset. So think about what you need to do to kind of tidy up those wet spaces, but then also restock those. Okay, last but not least, tip number five. This is where we are going to kind of just shine and polish things up. So we are sweeping the floors. We are mopping, vacuuming. You maybe want to set like a diffuser, you know, get your little essential oils going, or maybe light a candle, maybe put some fresh flowers on the table or just a fun little like decoration or something. 
you know, having plants, like anything you can do to kind of just liven things up, turning on some fun music if you haven't already, and just kind of making everything feel nice and shiny and new, right? Whatever it is. So for me, it's kind of maybe adding, you know, if I'm, if I have a holiday coming up, I'll kind of switch up the decor, right? Or adding a a fresh floral arrangement. Like this time when I did my home reset, my husband happened to get me a bouquet of roses for Valentine's day. And so I thought, oh my gosh, that's perfect. I can use that as, you know, one of the centerpieces for either my counter or my table and just kind of trimmed it up and made it look really nice and pretty, added some cold water to it with some ice cubes. So it would last longer, a little bit of that floral food, the, um, that you get with the bouquet of flowers and, um, and it just makes the space feel so much better when you have this beautiful bouquet of flowers on your table or your counter, right? Or having like a three-tiered tray with all these cute little decorations for Valentine's Day or for Easter or spring, whatever it is that's coming up, right? And um, just, you know, like having a table runner on your table or having a little pretty green wreath on your wall or um, like I have like a magnolia, not magnolia, oh my goodness. It's from Magnolia, but it's not Magnolia. <laughs> it's like fiddle leaf fig type leaves. Um, oh my gosh, I can't think of the leaf that it's called. Anyways, it's these green leaves, like a farmhouse style type wreath or whatever. It's really pretty, but um, it's not like your Christmas wreath with like pine needles, right? <laughs> like So more of just like a nice fresh spring look, you know, that kind of thing. Having maybe succulents is kind of fun. Having some sort of greenery or plant or... Um, I don't know, floral arrangement or something just brings life into your home and opening up the blinds, right? Getting that natural light in, opening up a door or window to get in some fresh air, um, kind of getting you in kind of the mood for almost like a spring refresh, you know, kind of getting that spring cleaning mode going, but just doing a small little home reset to just kind of kickstart that first domino that gets you into that desire to want to kind of make your home more beautiful and enjoyable, like spring cleaning is coming up, right? So you might as well just kind of reset that space and feel good about the home that you're in. So let's just do a quick recap of what it means to do a whole home reset in just one day. Number one, we are going to focus on the cozy spaces, starting with bedrooms and living rooms and family rooms, wherever you have a cozy couch or bed that you want to kind of tidy up. Number two, start with that load of laundry. Make sure that you're setting the timer to remind yourself to switch out loads every 30 minutes to an hour and complete the load from start to finish. That includes folding and putting it away so you don't have to do more than one load at a time. Number three, start a load of dishes. Same idea. We're setting the timer. We're adding things like listening to music or podcast or audiobook, and just trying to get your motivation going by continuing with that timer of unloading the dishwasher and timer to load the dishwasher and trying to get that mo- movement and momentum and things going, motivation happening, right? Number four, your wet spaces. Okay, so this is any sort of space with like a hard flooring or like a sink in the room, right? So your kitchen, your bathrooms, Anywhere that has like even a laundry room, right? Tile, hardwood floor, things like that. So your wet spaces, you are going to do everything that you can to just kind of ask for help where we're getting clutter cleared up. We are wiping counters down and stools. We are wiping sinks and mirrors and scrubbing toilets and taking garbages out all the things, right? So we just want to think of like tidy wipe down and restock. We're restocking things like toilet paper, Kleenex wipes, soap, 
towels, hand towels, whatever it is, washcloths, all the things, right? And then we're going to get into tip number five, which is kind of just shine and polish things up, right? So we are sweeping and mopping, vacuuming, adding a diffuser, some flowers or plants, a candle, some fun finishing touches, you know, taking out the extra garbage that hadn't quite gotten taken out or recycling or whatever it is that you have left. And just kind of adding that last little touch of a homemaker, you know, that fun little thing that makes things sparkle, right? We're, we're adding a little bit of decor or a fun new scent or some nice music, something to create that ambiance. Okay. The shine, the polish, the ambiance that makes things feel and look clean and happy and well-kept. So it's not that bad. It does take a little bit of effort to get that first little movement going, but once you move and just pick up that one toy or that one dish or one piece of dirty laundry that you need to wash, it's amazing how quickly that one domino knocks over all the rest in such a quick manner. It's pretty amazing. You just have to do the one thing, just one thing, right? So I hope this episode blessed you and helped you in some way. And I hope if you feel like super overwhelmed and burnout and your house just feels like a tornado hit it, that hopefully this gives you a little bit more motivation and desire to stand up and get moving to get your home reset and feeling amazing in just one day. You're amazing. You're incredible. I know it's hard and I know it's a lot, but I also know that you can do it because you can do hard things. And remember with God, all things are possible. Thank you so much for listening, mama. And we will see you next time. Have a great week, mama.
you so much for listening. You're incredible, mama. I am so proud of you for just you being you and doing all that you are doing as being a mom, mom, a wife, a homemaker, all the things you have so much on your plate and yet you're rocking it. You're doing incredible things. Keep doing what you're doing and try that one, one run rule out. Try one thing, just one day, 1% better. That's it. Just 1% better. I'm not asking for hundred percent, just 1% better than yesterday. Try one thing for one day and see how it goes. And if it goes well, check off the box and then start next day and the next day until you have 30 days in a row and you didn't break the chain and you have created an amazing habit that will make your life feel magical. You've got this mama. I am so grateful for you. I think you're amazing. I know you can do this.